The following episode of the Centerway Society has been rated S for spoilers. You have been warned. Hello and welcome back to the Centerway Society Reacts Secret Invasion Episode 5. Joining us this week is Jordan. What's and up, only guys? Jordan. What's up? Nobody else was interested. Just me and Dustin. Yeah. Nobody else uh, has time to to watch it, I guess. Something and James about, is just bogarting the whole yeah, thing. Something about kids. That excuse gets old sometimes because I now have a kid and, you know, I don't <laughs> like it. And I have like fucking anime figures and shit. Like, yeah. I, I don't want that excuse. You know, we Dustin's all have closest, responsibilities. Yeah. Dustin's closest friend is always with him. It's the drywall. That's right. <laughs> Oh, uh, man. Okay. So, so what did, what did you think? I, I want you to start us off with your opinions. Cause I, I know just from a little bit of talking beforehand, you like it more than I did. I don't, I don't I hate clearly, it. But... I clearly liked it more than you did, which is yeah. fine. So, I, I want you to, I want you to so, have some fun with it for a second before I rain on your parade. Chit in your Cheerios. <laughs> yeah. So, I like uh, that Talos is dead. I don't want them to bring him back. Really? I do. Yeah. I think I changed my mind on that because my issue I think I have with it more is that like his death didn't feel really important mm-hmm. from the previous episode, like four. Like it just seemed like he was like, like he was trying to save President, you know, Richardson or whatever his name is, trying to trying to save him. And then he dies. And it, it, was like, it, it really did. And then and it was just the one look that, you know, Fury looked over. It was like, oh, and then runs. <laughs> right. So they made his death feel like almost not important. It's fine. I like that he's dead because I like the fact that Amelia Clark is probably going to be taking over like the general thing after all this is out done and like everything's done with it. So, okay, we're on the same page about that. She's going to kind of take his role as Fury's right hand scroll. Yep. Yep. And Amelia Clark, who, who better than someone who's a big time actress? Right? Don't get me wrong. Not yeah. that not that Mendelssohn was not a big time actor. He's fantastic, but I think I think if he you're, was the if, better actor. <laughs> I think he was a fantastic actor. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But I think if you're building the next ten years, fifteen years of the MCU, I think having someone younger like Amelia Clark to take the mantle for five to eight of those years is that's the right play, right? No, I I would agree there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I have a feeling that she's probably, I mean, I know she has extremis. We don't know what all she has. Like, like I said, we theorize it's just extremis right now because there's nothing else on the thing. I know. We talked about this last week. She has the checklist of different powers that she can she can get from that machine and she chose. chose well, she, yeah. she, I don't think she ever wanted to be a super scroll. You know what I mean? I don't think she wanted the same thing as graphic as, as like transforming herself into the stuff. I think she only did it just for survival. Yeah, Which would make sense why she only did a wasted opportunity. I'm with you. Okay. But to be but fair, yeah, to be fair, we've only seen extremists and um, uh, Groot with Gravik, and there may be a reason for that. Maybe doing too many of of them can kill you or something. I, I mean, possibly because we, you know, they had Cola Obsidian. They have the Frost, whatever beast thing, or whatever they're you know named it in this show. Um, but we haven't seen either of those from Gravic, right? Yeah. Just just Extremis and um and we'll call it Gru, but it's the, you know, the floral clauses or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so there, yeah. it may be because you do too many, it can fucking kill you. Right. But that's what my theory would be right now. I wanna I wanna come back to that and stuff after you. Sure, y- sure. You gosh a little bit more. Yeah, sure. Um, you know, Marvel shells, so gotta no i think it was a fantastic episode i like i like um i like i think what we're seeing we're about to see is the you know you've been talking about the entire time the the fucking the thousand iq thousand iq 1500 iq move i think we're about to see all that with fury and when i was talking about the ending and it giving me chills it wasn't about some big thing happened it was nick fury goes and he puts the eye patch back on he's it's showing me that Nick Fury is ready to go fucking handle business. And that's when I'm like, oh, yes, come on. Because he's kind of been pathetic the entire time so far, right? 
they're at least alluding to that which yeah, like, that like, final like, episode could flip the script it could but think about like three episodes ago where the man fucking you know acted tough and then went and fucking had to catch his breath and cry on a bench you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah so that was what i was saying was like oh that ending is chills man by the way guys uh, it's probably at the beginning of this episode but rated as for spoilers there are spoilers as we go through um, but the fact that he had all these like hideaway things and stuff ready to go, the thing for me, um, I'm loving this Sonya character. She is the she, best part of this series. I, I like. She has been fan fucking tastic. Her attitude, really? the way that she handles her business, like she is like, um, man. I'm trying to think of an equivalent for this because, like, yeah. Go ahead. She has so many no fucks given moments, especially within this episode. Like, I can't say this was my favorite one so far, but her just walking in and just just like, I don't give a shit and just shooting people. The fucking head of of SIS. Yeah. Yeah. Like, she's just like, he's bleeding. We currently don't have a policy on scroll, but I could enact my my, my preference, you know, if, if you want, if you don't tell me some things, it's like. Damn, she means fucking business, man. She's like ready to fucking go. I love the part where she get like talks about uh, you know, being gaslit and shit and shoots right, the, like, the yeah, scientist. She's like, Oh, your your males are are just like ours. Except fucking ours podcasts. Are, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is probably Marvel being like, Can you guys stop fucking reviewing our milk material, please? Yeah. Like, no one, and no everybody's, one got, a, everybody's got a true got a, crime. Everybody's podcast. got an opinion. Yep. Yeah. Um but uh, do you remember Supernatural? There was a character. Yeah, I know. I'm taking this a little bit off to explain like why I think I like Sonya so much. Because oh, she's no, no, perfect... no. I was saying, like, do I remember Supernatural? Yeah. Yes. Come on. Sorry. Sorry. So <laughs> um, what's his fucking name? He's the uh, the British agent that comes over uh, near. It's in like the later seasons, like maybe 13. He's a part of the British Men of Letters. British Men of Letters. He oh, uh, has yeah. sex with Mary Winchester. I can't think of his name. Uh yeah, I I remember who you're talking about, but yeah, I don't remember so, his name. Uh, catch, catch. Okay, that's his name. Yep. So him, take him without the emotional like issues and like the, um, you know the like not being able to handle his anger type stuff, and that is literally Sonia. Like she is a better developed version of him. Yeah, I get. I could see that. That's and that's why I like it so much because like. I liked catch until he started being like a crybaby about like Mary Winchester. And then it was like, he couldn't handle himself. And he was like, you know, too emotional about things and then took mm-hmm. like grudges because of it, which is annoying. But Sonya's just like, Nope, I don't have any emotions about this. I'm just going to do my thing that I want to do and get to where I want to get. And it's like, perfect. You, you know what it reminded me of? Uh, it feels like this one has taken a lot of um, elements of better movies, right? Yeah. Uh, we we got like the monologues of like a Quentin Tarantino. Yeah, there you go. Film. You yeah, it right. said it right that time. You did say yeah. it right that time. Uh, like the monologues, like the Wrath of God speeches and shit. Right. And I feel like her character draws on like a Guy Ritchie film or something, Snatch or Lockstock. Yeah. yeah. That very uh clever, witty, um, just hyper violent moment. Yeah. She just embodies that. Yes. It, 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 man, if they were like, I know they're like trying to go toward a female James Bond. Like she should be the female James Bond, in my opinion. I know. Yeah. Like it's like perfect. Yeah. Um, so her character, I think, like I've I've liked her. I I didn't know how I felt about her character in the very beginning. Then she had the scene where, you know, she goes in and uh gets the information out of Brogan. That was really good. But this shit was like next level. Like she was fantastic in this episode. Mm-hmm. Um I think Gaia is, you know, she's, I think we're going to see her do her father's plan, except do it in a way that they also get to live in their own skin. And actually so that, that was sense. Yeah, that was it, her thing, though, right? That was her stick. She's yeah. like, you're doing all this, but are we ever going to be able to live in our own skin? Her dad, even her dad was like, you have to understand things aren't like that here. <laughs> and then he I, dies. I, I hate <laughs> to say it because I actually did like Talos as a character, but his plan was kind of dumb. His plan was terrible. Yeah, it, it was basically we're going to do the right thing and things will work out for us because we did the right thing. That's not how the world works. That is, <laughs> no, it wasn't how the Kree treated you. 
it wasn't how Nick Fury's treated you for the last 30 years. Like, no. did you believe things just happen yeah. good for you? Good people get shit on. I'm sorry to say it. Like, I know good, that's a little nihilistic. Good guy but, just was murdered, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it didn't work um, out for Italis. No, I like seeing, I do like the progression of Gravik's character. I like that they, they made him to a point now where he's, now he's the evil guy, right? He's the insane one. Mm-hmm. I like that they're they're they finally have twisted on that because you know at first you kind of feel sympathetic for him, you do because you're like wow he came with the originals, um all he's seen is failure for thirty years he just wants to do good for his people a little bit maniacal, and then you find out that he's actually the reason he's hunting the by the way officially are hunting the Avengers DNA, is because he was a part of the project, the Harvest and knows it's out there, so that's that's already one of my my little gripes so far. I did know, or I, I was very suspicious from the very beginning that the master plan was to get the rest of the superpowers. Mm-hmm. I've been saying that since the very beginning, but I to thought... Fa- to be fair, the comic books, it uh, was kind of a plan anyway, but yeah. Yeah, well, I'm saying so, within the show, but like, absolutely. I thought that the superheroes were going to come in and try and save the day, and that's how nope. they were going to get the powers. Nope, 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 nope. But they, they figured out a way to do it without paying anybody, is all yes, I'm saying. I love the whole fucking... There was the scene where... Sonya yeah. and Nick, and Nick Fury, you know, right before he shows the vial and all that stuff, she's like, you know, I haven't called any, uh, upon any of your friends, and he's like, it's essentially him explaining like he he feels this is personal, and you know, if he can't do this, then he's dust and should be dust. But she goes to the you know to the blip, and um, yeah, that's just Marvel explaining for like the fifth time in this series why they're not bringing in big name characters. It's it's them being like, hey, we have budgets and we can't afford to have all these people in here. So here's a small 30 second example of why we can't have why he doesn't I, want them here. <laughs> that that was like that big moment at the end of the episode. It was overshadowed by my feeling of of corporate decisions not to pay people because because yeah. uh, Sonia even says, why aren't you calling the heavy hitters? And he's like. We need to stand on our own two feet. We can't constantly rely on them. Uh-huh. And this is my battle. And I'm like, dude, you just didn't yep. want to pay. But correct. But who do you think that phone call went out to? Because I think. Oh, it, I, it was definitely uh, Maria Hill. Has to be, right? Yeah. Or, I, think, or I could also see them bringing in Carol Danvers. That That's possible. But yep. if it was Carol Danvers. They've already set a precedence. I know I know it could be different, but they've already set a precedence for the method of contact being the pager. Well, right? that, that's been broken, though. Okay. I mean, yeah, she might have a cell phone out in space. Who <laughs> fucking knows? So. I would hope so now, right? I, I would hope, yeah. yeah, possibly. But I, I think they want you to believe that it's possibly him calling Gravik and saying, hey, I got the vial. But in all actuality, we're going to find out, hey, we led everyone to believe that Maria Hill was off the table in the first episode. And in actuality, she's been in the background the whole time, like fixing the situation. That was the thousand IQ play. Yep. That's what I think. I think it's going to be like, he knew how this was. I think it's going to be some reveal in the fifth episode or six, sorry, sixth episode that he knew how all this was going to play out. And he had all this stuff prepared in advance. And that's when you're gonna be like, that's fucking Nick Fury. It, and if we follow Chekhov's gun and stuff, the uh, the widow's veil, yep. they they very specifically said, "Hey, this is the widow's veil. This um, the one I have only changes my face. Yep. The newer model lets yep. lets you uh, let you do more. Yeah, do more. So Maria yep. Hill's probably been in the show the entire time, mm-hmm. and I don't know who she could possibly be. But how cool would it be?" How fucking cool would it be? Really, though, who could she be? She has to be. You think you would think she would have to infiltrate Gravik, right? His like his core. I mean, it's possible. Uh, Either that or one of uh, the president's cabinet or something. Or uh, one of Rhodey's uh, security detail or. I I have no clue, honestly. I don't know. I just I need Maria Hill to be alive. I, I don't think there's any way she's actually dead. That that just see, but I did, I don't want to get my hopes up though either because what if this is literally like him calling Gravik and that's just that. 
And there is no Maria yeah. Hill. I would literally, at this point, I would legitimately be disappointed if Maria Hill doesn't come back. Yeah. Because it's, yeah. it's setting up Maria Hill perfectly. And I think that what's supposed to happen is from here at the end of the series, uh, Nick Fury, Maria Hill, um, Gaia, mm-hmm. and then um, what's her name? Fury's wife. No, no, not Fury's wife. I don't care about her. She, she's whatever. She's whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I. Man. She was so, the, uh, she was the daughter of the pilot of um, Carol oh, Danvers. Uh, I can't remember Rambo. Rambo. Yes. Yeah. I think they're all going to be on. They they're going to go off on the saber and become. They're going to create sword essentially. Yeah. Like we know oh, okay. we know swords happening right. Kind of because Saber is supposed to be like where Sword's beginning right now. Yeah, I, I guess. Yeah. Like, I, I, can't, I, I can't decide how much of a, you know, impact that's going to have on the MCU. I mean, dude, S.H.I.E.L.D., though. Like, think about S.H.I.E.L.D. S.H.I.E.L.D. was pretty fucking active for a while. And we had a whole TV show about it, which, granted, we're not going to get into how bad it was after the first two seasons. Um, you know, it ended in what after Winter Soldier, but there was still kind of like some background play happening. You know, not really Shield, but not really the, not Shield. They tried to like integrate it into what was happening in the MCU, but it was like not mutually exclusive. So it's like TV show wise, it connected, but like MCU wise, it didn't. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, I think this. If this is how, if this if this is what it is that they're all going up and they're going to be on saber after all of this and this is when sword is is about to take off. I think what they're doing is they're setting up the next agency to assist in the new superhero superheroes. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And to take over like kind of the mantle of what's of what Shield was, but to do it in a different way that they can like obviously not have Hydra infiltrating them for seventy years and stuff like that. So. I think this is their way of setting up that extra piece that they don't really need to have, but it helps like with like the agents of shield stuff coming into the MCU and being a part of it. So I think this is like their, this is where they're going to be setting that up more so for the future of the MCU. Yeah. Which I'd yeah, be happy right. with. And then, yeah. uh, you know, cause we're going to have, um, at some point we're going to get, you have to imagine we're going to get the dark Avengers. Yeah, especially after the events of this, it, it, I, I, I really think that Thunderbolt Ross is going to set up like a group of superheroes that he knows and can trust, but really are going to be as like goon squad. Mm-hmm. Have to be, man, almost. Yeah. Yep. And I think the outplay of this episode and what happens to Rittenson, the president currently, is that people are going to lose their trust in him, and that's how Ross takes over. Mm. Too obviously in some way either he's going to die or ross is going to you know he's going to be impeached or something like that yeah yeah uh no confidence removed from his position and then is is ross the vp right now we i can't remember we literally don't know i can't remember was, what actual position he holds secretary of defense in civil war and that's the last time we've ever heard of ross Okay, like where he is politically and stuff. Correct. Okay, gotcha. Along his career, yeah. And I think a reason for that, I think there was more plans for him, but obviously the actor, I can't think of his name off the top of my head, but he, he passed, passed away. away. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think all in all, man, I think, you know, I think this is where they need to be at for episode five. I don't think it was the best episode by any means, but I think it was super solid. And I think if they can deliver, here's the issue. A lot of these ones that do the six episode thing or the eight episode thing, they they have been doing a great job at setting up the penultimate episode to be this big showdown and 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 all this stuff. But then they fucking miss on the last episode. They never deliver. They never uh, with deliver. the exception of Loki. Loki delivered, but that Loki did. Loki did. Um, they have to deliver right here. They have to. Honestly, if they show uh, Maria Hill and they bring out the whole thousand IQ play, delivered. No, I agree with it. It would be delivered. If they don't do that and it's just he called graphic, let's do this, and then it's a fight, I'm going to say they missed a little man. Unless yeah. it's like a really dope-ass fight. Has to be like top 
level fight, right? Like this is where most of their money. Like went. they they yeah. had a two hundred twelve million dollar budget and one hundred seventy went into this last scene. <laughs> <laughs> right. You know? I I could almost imagine it at this point because like some of the CG even in this episode was just kind of kind of terrible. Like when Gravit kills one of the scrolls. Yeah. You know, for talking back, getting a little uppity. It it uh it definitely had some PS2 qualities to it. it yeah. It was a little yeah. rough. It was a little rough. To be fair, there's also Marvel or Disney as a whole has lost some of their 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 CGI people and stuff like that because unfortunately in this world uh, a lot of people that do that important work don't get paid well for it. That's very true. Yeah, and so, they want to they want to pump out the content and they're yep. they're also trying to add that star power and so that's going to be where most of their money goes and mm-hmm. yeah. Yep. It's it's hard yeah. when you're doing a TV show for 212 million dollars for 6 episodes. Yeah, what in all actuality it's it's like just filming an extra large movie with a well, not even cuz this last episode was only 36 minutes long, man. Yeah, but like overall overall, yeah. Yeah. It's like a, it's like an extra long movie, and they just kind of chop it up at points that forty yeah. million dollars an episode almost. I think it was yeah. like thirty-seven or thirty-eight mil, but yeah, that's insane. Mm-hmm. So I got a couple gripes, and they're ahead. they're they're a little little petty. Let's see the pettiness. So I I've noticed something like overall, I think that this series is you know pretty exceptional. It's uh. I like I like the diversion from the superhero stuff and it not being a comedy mm-hmm. first off. But I noticed something that really bugged me in this episode. It's it's uh I'm trying to think of the actual word for it. You know when you're having a good conversation, you you take what the other person's saying and elaborate on it or like give it places to go and stuff like that. Right. This episode had points that it wanted to hit and didn't take the context of the scene into account. Like when Gaia loses her father, she goes to see Fury and everything, and he's like, uh, go, you know, go to my wife, she'll help you bury your dad and stuff. Right. Instead of having a conversation with Fury's wife, which I can't remember her name. Priscilla, but yes. About her dad. She's over there talking about fucking Fury. Yeah, that was kind of weird. Why? Like they, like they 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 did they talked for a second. She was like, he was our general, more people should have come. And then Priscilla's like, he wasn't about pageantry. And that was like the conversation. Yeah. <laughs> but you could tell what they were trying to do, because I actually got a chance to watch this one twice, is they were trying to get to the point where they were they were gonna have that big shootout, right? And yeah. obviously Fury, you know, Sam Jackson is is the big name here. So we want to talk about fury you know it, it is kind of his time to shine even it, which sounds weird because he's been a part of the mcu since pretty much the beginning but yeah. this is this has been the most you'll ever probably see nick fury on screen ever which, which is a shame honestly because yeah. he's he's been one of the the best players in the mcu since yep. the very beginning yep you know but that bugged me a little bit i'm not gonna lie i did notice that also i i don't know that it's i don't know that a, a great i felt that much be- that as bad as you do about it but it was something that i, I noted and was like eh, they probably well, this, done this better this is honestly one of those situations where they did such a good job in other places it definitely stood out yeah and made it a little bit more disappointing and my my final big one is i hate the fact that gravic got turned into such a villain does that make sense he was to be fair he's a villain he is a villain and he, he he started out as a sympathetic villain, like somebody you feel bad for and you can understand why they're a villain. And that's kind of what they've been doing more so recently is but, to make you like, like, oh, it's, it's sad that he's a bad guy. He we understand things didn't go the right way for him. He was screwed over and now he's a bad guy. And so like <laughs> so like you feel you feel something for him. But yeah, at the end of the day, it's not like the dude wasn't a piece of shit. Like, no, but he's still got his crazy ideas. But that's that's kind of my point, right? Is they did the same thing with Falcon and Winter Soldier, where they gave you a very reasonable explanation for why these terrorists were doing their terrorist acts. And then to make sure that you were on board with the heroes taking them down, they started killing civilians. 
they needed to drive that point home that they were like, these are the bad guys. And you need to, you need to be Let's cool. not forget in the episode before he tried to murder the president to start a world war. <laughs> I think, I think you're, saying. I think you're nitpicking this one just a little. <laughs> like he's but, been doing a plan to start World War Three, and then to yeah. take his own, and then to 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 completely wipe out all of the human race, so he can get his people Earth. Yeah, but uh, okay. So, so what I'm getting at was, I'm not saying it's all right to kill humans and you know the president and stuff like that, right? But he went from a very focused attack on people that he felt like were enemies to killing his own people within this episode, like pretty blatantly. All dictators at some point do this, right? Like if you're not falling in line with me, everybody else is going to fall in line with me now, you know? Yeah. I I mean, okay. So like, let's get into like a little bit of Sun Tzu and shit, right? You can either lead by success or you can lead by fear. And he went from this this charismatic leader that had a plan to you're just going to fucking fear me because like everybody's turning against well, yeah. me. <laughs> well, I and I think there's cause for that though. I think it's because at some point, right? And yeah. I, it, granted, I've never been a part of you know following someone who's insane trying to do their own master plan of stuff. So I I don't really know how that goes. But um, in every movie you pray ever seen. That's kind of how it starts out for the person who's leading by success, right? Like he's charismatic. He's, you know, trying to do things the right way. He has good purpose for it and he's trying to get things done. But there's usually something that he needs that he can't get that causes it to be more frustration and struggle. In this case, the harvest. He keeps sending these people everywhere to go get it, to go retrieve the Avengers DNA. They keep failing to get it which then makes it look like he doesn't know what he's doing. So there it's like, it's, it's a trickle effect, right? Mm-hmm. Because their people are now like, are you fucking sure he has this? Like, are you just fucking guessing? Why are we killing these people? If you don't even know where this thing is. And then at that point, it's like, he's like, he's frustrated because he won. He's struggling because he can't find it. He now is like, now I've got people fucking mouthing back to me. And then they're not the, the fact that he can mouth back to me, he's not afraid of me. Well, I'm going to fucking show you who to be afraid of. So it's, yeah. that's kind of how like almost every villain that starts out, like in a smart, successful way turns into at some point, because there's like one tipping point that fucks everything up. That's true. I almost wonder, I, I got the feeling like halfway through the episode and I hate to admit it, but this is, this is almost kind of James is like the Joker was the good guy theory. But I mean, you've seen like Watchmen, right? It was a while ago, like when it okay. first came out. Yeah. Is it is it possible that he is trying to. OK, so Fury and Carol Danvers promised the scrolls a place to live. Correct. Right. And never delivered on that promise. And Yet. his plan seemingly was to create a war, wipe out humanity, and then they were just going to take the planet. Right. Right. And then it turns out that that wasn't really the plan entirely. He's he's trying to get extra superpowers because he wants to be a super, super scroll and shit. And I guess he's just going to brute force it after that, I guess. I don't know with whoever's left over. Is it is it possible that he's trying to unite everybody under, you know, the same banner against a common enemy? Like he's martyring himself. I mean, like, like he's the reason. I'll explain this real quick, because I'm, I'm, I'm confused by what you're saying here. Okay, he's he's kind of forcing Fury's hand. He's he's trying to get the scrolls accepted and give them a home, right? He becomes the villain and and fights fights the US government. Um it creates like seemingly tries to create like World War Three. Then now 
the scrolls are very visible. Everybody knows who they are. They take down the enemy and unite together like the scrolls, the good scrolls, you know, team up with superheroes and fury and, you know, the world government. Now our okay. uh, bad th- guy th- Gravik gets, you know, I'm, I'm glad, I'm glad down. you explained it Yeah, because I thought that's where you were going with it. And I just think that's, I mean, if that's his play, there's easier ways to go about it. You don't have to. I mean, it's convoluted. Don't get me wrong, yeah. but <laughs> it's definitely a trip around. Um, yeah. You know, the he's already he's already flip flop his plans once. I'm just saying, I don't could, know that that's what actually is happening. Though. It could you be know a plan I mean? within a fucking plan within a plan. It does seem weird that in this episode, excuse me, I'm yawning. Um, it yeah. does seem weird that in this episode, though, he's like, just bomb our fucking place. Bomb it. I don't care if people are in there. That does seem kind of odd, right? Because that would mm-hmm. be getting rid of the people that are following him right in the compound yeah he's he's basically turning against every he's he's worse than anything he was trying to stop at this point yeah he's out of control right like oh fury's such an asshole because he let us on for how many years but he's willing to like kill everyone to get superpowers at this point what what's his real end game is all i'm getting at what's his real what end game like Avengers in game? Yeah, like what's his yeah. final play? I, I you know. know? I'm just yeah. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I don't know what his final play is. I really don't. I, it does seem like it's changed, but you would have to imagine he wants at minimum at minimum for him to become like this crazy like scroll, right? Mm-hmm. But you would also want you know, save all of the DNA for you. Like you get all of the characteristics, but you know, this, you know, this guy, maybe one of my soldiers here, he, maybe he can get Hulk. Maybe this guy can get obsidian, obsidian, uh, coal. Um, maybe this guy can get extremists. Like, wouldn't you think you would like divvy some out here and there for his, like his followers? Cause I mean, that's how it was in the comics. Exactly. Yeah. But it almost feels like he doesn't want that because he doesn't want anybody to even come close to trying to like compete with him. I don't even really understand what the point in this was like his plan before made more sense, especially if what he's trying to do is create a home for well, his he, people to be to be fair but, on two on two of his plans. He's failed one yeah. being the submarine thing and then the other one being now assassinating the president. He they, those have both failed. Yeah, but he he's kind of he's kind of worked around that a little bit like. I mean, you know, he. He's he's playing catch up a little bit, but it's it's been working out for him a little, you know, but I I really don't understand the the concept of brute forcing it like, yeah, say you get the the powers of, you know, possibly Carol Danvers or something. I don't I don't think you're going to really stand up to the rest of the Avengers, even if they aren't as strong as they used to be. Well, to be fair, there's no budget for the Avengers in this, but sure. <laughs> <laughs> so in this tv show he could be successful if he just had one superhero power yeah unlimited budget though you gotta yeah. admit he gets all the powers he wants right he and then well dr strange shows up and like he's like boom i'm gonna put you in a whole nother fucking dimension well no he, just... w- he wouldn't do that though what dr strange would no because just like in infinity war he could have opened a portal, put Thanos' hand in it, closed the portal, and chopped it off. Why didn't he do it? Because they can't write that into it because that's the easy way out. They, were, they, literally, they literally do that scene, and then it's directed by the Russo brothers. <laughs> <Cut to black. laughs> that's true. So yeah, sure, He Doctor Strange could, in theory, put him in the mirror dimension, but it ain't gonna happen. And probably not, but I, I'm just saying, like within the context of like, what exists in that universe and what could be done also, about it? How, how you know how would that work with Doctor Strange's uh, character? Because you get his DNA, that doesn't make that doesn't mean that you've mastered the arts, right? Oh yeah, definitely not. His his are all techniques yeah. and talismans yeah. and stuff. So like his DNA doesn't mean anything. Yeah, it just means that like I don't know, you kind of become cocky and arrogant. <laughs> kind of an asshole. Bad, so yeah. yeah, yeah, you're not you're not getting into anything there. 
<laughs> Bad hands. I guess. <laughs> well, that's not his DNA. That's just that's happened after the fact. Yeah. You know what's weird to me? He still hasn't gone back to like doing surgeries, even though now he could do it without his hands. He's because like it, there's no and no harm. There's no reason he shouldn't though either. Because it's not like people don't know that Stephen Strange is Doctor Strange, right? Yeah. Everyone's aware of it. He went to a wedding. Everybody knows who he is. So he could still, theory right now, help heal people when he's not being doc- like Doctor Strange, but he doesn't do it. Yeah, because he doesn't have time. He's he's busy like he, stopping he was, like extra dimensional threats and stuff. You think they don't have like three three to six months off in between? You know? Like catastrophic no, events? No. Hold on. There's no way that these all movies are like like this is like eight weeks and every fucking movie is, you know, like a big thing that he's a, a part of. I, there's no way. He's gotta have some time off. I I seriously doubt it. All I'm saying is I would love to see in the future if they actually like had him assist on something again. Like him and Wong are like trying to figure out a way to be able to afford groceries that month. And he's like, you know what? I'll go do a few surgeries. Right? Yeah, that'll carry us for the rest of the year. That would be fucking hilarious. Stop eating ramen. That's the whole point of him and learning this stuff, though, right? Even if he became like, you know, um, well, he's not even the Sorcerer Supreme anymore because he blipped. So he's not the Sorcerer Supreme. Right. Wong is. Yeah. Wong, Sorcerer Supreme. Um, but the whole reason he went and did this is so he could get back to that place of of working medicine. And you mean to tell me not once? Like, how do you go from being so passionate and being the top person and then doing all these crazy things and finally going to Camertage and then learning the mystic arts and healing your hands and learning how to live with it, but then you still don't go back and at least do like some help, like maybe volunteer from time to time or work a part-time job. You know, like I'm sure he would be able to dictate his hours, right? Like, like, you know, I've got other things to do, you know, save the world, superhero stuff, you know, laundry. I'll dedicate an eight hour day. Yeah. <laughs> I I mean, that's gotta be kind of a weird situation at the very least, right? Okay. Can you be a superhero and then just occasionally, like once a month, once every six months, just drop in and just do a heart surgery? Here's how I'll say it. What does Daredevil do in his time off? Oh, well, yeah, he's a lawyer. He's got a fucking job. But he's <laughs> scouting people to fuck up like overnight. He still has a job. <laughs> <laughs> he's holding it down is all I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. She-Hulk. What does she do? Also a fucking lawyer. But she's, well, okay, but she's like barely even a superhero. She's kind of more of like hey. a figurehead. Wow. No, no, I'm not saying wow. nothing. I'm saying wow. No, that's literally wow. what the premise of the TV show was. I know, I know. Yeah. Don't you pull that shit with me, Jordan. <laughs> She's barely a superhero. Yeah. Man. I'm I a d- neck bearded man. <laughs> no, no neck no beard. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. No, dude. We need to go into this. Go into what? Dude, I mean, granted, not Marvel. Batman. Bruce Wayne. Granted, he's not the best at his job, but he still does a job, right? Well, to he be runs, fair, he, Lucius yeah. Fox does his job, and Wayne he comes consults. in. And, <laughs> he barely even consults. Like he'll show up and like sleep during meetings and shit. I don't know, man. I'm just yeah. saying. I'm just saying. He could easily go in and, and like, you know, a little nudge here. He saved a guy's life. And then like the guy wakes up. He's like, oh, my God, it was Dr. Strange. Strange. Can you sign this for me? And and, and he's like, yeah, yeah. And then then the guy goes out. Dr. Strange no longer there. He doesn't have any of his name in the paperwork. And then the guy goes home. Dr. Strange saved my life. And his family's like, yeah, yeah, sure. And then Strange realizes that, you know, his insurance won't cover it. And then has to come in and mystically, like, (laughs) undo the surgery. (laughs) (laughs) Reverse time on his ass, you know? (laughs) <laughs> that the little hand loop thing is not a visual medium. Oh my God, what other characters now? I, I, we're kind of stealing your time, guys. Sorry, but I want to know what other characters work a job now. That's all I can think about. I mean, think about it. Black Widow and uh, and Hawkeye technically were working as agents. Yeah, their superhero career was their job. Was though. their job though? Yeah, but you're talking about like uh, 
like Bruce Banner was a scientist. Yeah, but what did what did he actually do? You know, he, he was like he was the top leading uh, person for Gamma. Yeah, but like who employs him? You know, now I'm assuming yeah. at one point it was Stark, and I'm assuming it's, he had to have been Shield for a while there too. Yeah. But how many like superheroes, like I guess if we're going into this, are like also like a fry cook, you know? Well, we didn't say that they they held down normal, normal jobs. Okay. <laughs> we said they're holding down jobs. <laughs> hey, this is uh, we're we're off on a fucking tangent, but like this is the entirety of like Peter Parker's story is that he has to like just do random shit to pay yeah, his that's bills. True. That's true. He delivers pizza. He does with the pizza music from I mean, he's Spider-Man really, too. He's really bad at it, but he does yeah. it. Yeah, and takes photos of himself. And like takes photos, and he's also a yeah. photographer. He's a, he's a fucking, he's a, a Renaissance Freelance. man. Yeah. yeah. He's a Renaissance man, jack of all trades. There you go. Does pizza by day, takes photos by later day, saves the world by later night. A little bit of everything. Damn. Yeah, see? People do their jobs. And can yeah. still be a superhero. That's all I'm saying. Except for Fury, because he gets fired in the second episode. <laughs> By not Rhodey, though. Bake Rhodey. <laughs> yeah. Does that does that stand? I don't know. Yeah, like well, it, does, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter anyway. Because here's the thing: I, I I was trying to figure out anyway. What was his job? Because Shield's gone, right? Like the government isn't in charge of Saber, are they? Uh, There's no I, I way. Mean, I would I would imagine they'd have to be right. Like well, who's funding? The government knows about Scroll. Well, yeah, they know that Scrolls exist, but I think they thought that there was like maybe like a hundred or something, or like a thousand or something along those lines. They they did not know there was a million. To be fair, a lot didn't know there was a million. Yeah. Yeah, but, but somebody had to fund that giant satellite that's floating in space. Which, I mean, we could probably assume that like Stark had a big hand in that, but maybe. Yeah. Would would S.W.O.R.D. even be government funded at this point? Because it was, you know, uh, it was infiltrated by HYDRA. I, I doubt they want, want to have well, their... S.H.I.E.L.D. was, yeah. S.H.I.E.L.D. Why Sorry. would they let S.W.O.R.D. become... You know, government funded. If it's essentially you took you took shield, and then hey, we're making sword, right? Like funding like a a giant uh organization that becomes like a monopoly of power, and then is infiltrated by an external threat. And yeah, it seems yeah. like a horrible idea. <laughs> it does it does seem like a horrible idea. Yeah. No, I mean, all uh, in all, though, uh, let's get back onto the normal thing. Fine. I thought the episode was a solid. I'd give it like a 7.3. Uh, I, I don't really know what I'd give it number wise. Like, th- this is probably my least favorite episode so far. <laughs> really? I, I think so. This is definitely the episode that they had to. I, I guess it was necessary to set up the last epi- episode. You, you're thinking that this one they they did like dialed it back purposefully, right? Like they had to give give us some exposition, some setup, and then the last episode's going to be a banger. Hopefully, knock on wood. I need it to be a banger. Mm-hmm. I really do. You know what'd be really dope if we get Maria Hill and Carol Danvers pop up. That would working be cool. with working with Sonia. I I have a real hard time believing that Carol Danvers doesn't show up. Really? I do, especially with you like, would think you would think. Yeah. I mean, I have all the fucking times they've mentioned her now. You know, a one fucking episode appearance can't be that expensive, right? But she showed up at the end of uh of Miss Marvel. Yeah, you don't think she's gonna show up for something that she has more of a connection to? Yeah, and leads right into Miss Marvel. Or sorry, Marvels. Uh, the Marvels, the yeah. Marvels, Marvels, whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. We even got a an appearance of uh, Rambo at the the end of um. Shit, what was that? What did what did she show up for? What was she it? Was Wanda in Vision? Vision. Yeah, yeah, yep, yeah. Because we know she's going up to work on work with uh, on Saber, right? Because that's when the scroll comes in and is like, and she goes. 
Fuck, do you think that's who Fury was talking to? Could be. If it wasn't Maria Hill, it was it was it Rambo. was Maria Rambo. <laughs> yeah. It was a Maria. Yeah. Out with the old and with the new. Could be. Um that's possible. Yeah, I don't know, man. I really don't I don't know. Mm-hmm. I just I need this episode to be really good. I I hope it uh delivers on what it's set up so far. Yeah. It's it's playing out super well. I think that they've done a honestly it, I feel refreshed with the the MCU right now. Not the movies, but because of the this TV show. It has mm-hmm. been better than the movies recently. Now they just need to finish it. Yeah. And then we get the Marvels. Which I don't know how excited I am for that, but we'll see. It could be good. I hope it's good. I I'm uh, very publicly not a big fan of uh, the Captain Marvel movie, but uh, it, it was okay. It, it was. I don't right. think. I don't think it was a spectacular thing at all. I think I like Brie Larson as an actress, but I think mm-hmm. in this in that movie I didn't really care for her. It, it was, was something about the way they made her act. I think. It wasn't it wasn't her fault. It was the director, right? The person who's making her be this way for a movie. And it just mm-hmm. made her like a they made her into this like know-it-all like like nose up like I'm better than you type of character, which is just really weird. Yeah, that was like uh, al- like al- almost too much confidence. You know? Yeah, um, true. Which just seems weird. It just seems out of place. Right. But yeah, and the switch up. I don't. To yeah, Captain I don't blame Marvel, and you know, yeah. yeah, it's not her fault at all. At all, yeah, no, she is a fantastic actress. She's an amazing actress. I love her in just about everything else. Yeah. I think I found her originally in Scott Pilgrim. I think back in the day. Maybe oh there, yeah, there may yeah. have been a movie before that where she was like young, young. Um, I can't. I just can't. It, can't think of it. But I know Scott Pilgrim. Where I was like, oh, dude, Brie Larson's awesome. Well, she won all her awards from. Uh, Jesus, I want to. It's not the room. The room is the the awful movie. I'm trying to think, the one where she's stuck in the the room with her kid. God, I can't think what it's called. Stuck in the room with her kid. Yeah, it's the one she won all her awards from. Like basically put her on the map. Can't think of what it's called. It's not the room. Maybe it's room. Well, let's see. It's not the Tommy Wiseau film. Um, it's called Room. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, you never heard of that one? No, I've never heard of that one. Oh, no. I, you know that's right. She wasn't she wasn't um 21 Jump Street. The fuck she was? Yeah, she's one of like the high school uh or no, she's the uh, yeah, no, one of the high school kids. The one that uh Jonah Hill's character like starts to like in the movie. Wow. That's Brie Larson. That. Yeah, so that's one of the places I found her, but I think I saw her in in Scott Pilgrim way before that. Because that would have been a few years before. Yeah. I don't know if there's anything else. I, I feel like there's a movie I saw where she was like young, young. Like 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 she in real life was a teenager. Okay. But I just cannot remember what it is, man. Yeah. That that definitely happens, especially with these uh bigger names. Like you've seen them before and you know, just haven't noticed them. You go back and realize that they were in every fucking film you saw, you know. Apparently she was in Gran Torino. Oh wow! Okay, yep. She was in Green Lantern. That's unfortunate. <laughs> <laughs> That's not the one you want. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. I, I. I don't. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe I'm thinking of um, Twenty One Jump Street. But like I said, I would have seen Scott Pilgrim because I saw that shit the day it came out in theaters. Mm. Yep. Wish yeah. they would have done a lot more with that series, but whatever. God, it was. It was good. It was so good. Yeah. Yep. But anyway. We've mm-hmm. gone on long enough, I think. Yeah, I f- that's a good place to wrap up. We'll uh, pick it up uh, next week with the final episode. And uh, hopefully we got some good shit to say. God willing, you yes, know, please let it be a banger. Yeah. You know, we Marvel fans need a win. Yeah. Come on, God. <laughs> we, Feige, we... please. <laughs> yeah. The Kevin, please. Yeah. We need so, one win. So you can uh you can hit us up on all our social media, uh the Centerway Society at Facebook. 
It would be facebook.com slash the Centerway Society. Yeah. Why don't you yeah. do it? You're better at it. <laughs> Facebook.com slash the Centerway Society. Uh, we're on all uh, platforms uh, for podcasting, which would be Spotify. Um, we have Apple Podcasts, Amazon Podcasts, Google Podcasts. We have every podcast. We're on all of them. Just look mm. up the Centerway Society and, and wherever you look at you hear or listen to a podcast, you're going to find us at some point. Not on um, YouTube. Not on YouTube. Mm. I don't know why that is. Maybe we just don't have distribution for that. Whatever. Um, but uh, yeah, you can catch those areas. We do have a Gmail, which I believe is the Centerway Society at gmail.com. Don't know why we have it. Rob started it. We have not received one single email slash the sign up email from Gmail. So uh, (laughs) (laughs) if we have, we have not checked it. Yeah, I doubt it's been checked. Yep. Yeah. And then uh, if you uh, use the code uh, Centerway Society with Dubby, you will get a 10% added bonus to your cart. So if the drink, (laughs) if the the powder is $10, you're not going to pay 11. Good job. It's $40. Like a oh my god, are you kidding me? I I almost bought some the other day because I was and then you saw forty and you're like that ain't worth my time. (laughs) I mean, it's fucking good, but is it? But damn, oh, it's delicious, man. So and zero sugar. So so if you want, wow, that's surprising. So if you want Dubby, um, you can use code Blind Eye and get ten percent off. It'll bring it down to thirty six. Um, or you can use code Centerway Society. It'll It'll be nothing for you, but hopefully we're getting a ten percent added as a joke. Forty four. $44. $44. Yep. Uh, not including tax. That's true. Yeah. Or you can write us a handwritten letter and tell us how, how much we sucked yep. in ye old English. Yep. Yep. And, um, you know, Telegram, Western Union, go to eight, you know, go back in time to 1885 and then send it to us in the future in 1985. And uh, we'll get it. That's right. Yep. Yeah. All, All right. right guys. Well, that's we'll it for see the, you next week. week. Yeah. All right. See ya. See ya.